And good evening. Welcome to the Extraordinary Podcast. We're slowly striving to be one of the coolest podcasts on Mother Earth. Now, it is currently 7.06 p.m. in Texas, which around this time of year gets pretty dark as fuck outside. And let me tell you, I'm all home alone. No one else. I got... 10 dogs surrounding my house, and let me tell you, I still feel unsafe and paranoid. I think one of the things I hate growing up is, you know, when you're young, you know, you you go on roller coasters, you go swimming in big-ass lakes, you go play in the woods at nighttime, you know, you're not really scared, depending on the situation you're in when you're in your teens or so, staying, you know, alone at the house. You know, a lot of those shits you don't think of. But then as soon as you grow up and you actually, you know, start to realize shit that, you know, happens. Like my biggest fear right now, I'm home alone at the house. The wifey's working and all that. My biggest fear is someone's outside right now. You know, after watching all these, you know, uh, door doorbell video footages of these creeps coming up the doors and shit and you know just crazy people in the world breaking into people's homes that's my fear right now so and i got 10 dogs surrounding me and i still feel unsafe i get paranoid as fuck when i'm home alone i guess you can call me a little bitch baby but you know i feel that way you know i don't now growing up i don't I don't like staying home alone. I don't like riding roller coasters. I don't like swimming in big-ass lakes, because especially if the water's murky and you can't see shit. I don't know what the fuck's down in there. Shit, the Loch Ness Monster, for all I know, could be down in there. I remember when I I remember when I went to Oklahoma and the waters were cold as fuck out there in the lakes and shit. I used to go in there, swim, not a fear in my not in fear in sight. I wasn't scared of shit. Now growing up, I got hair on my balls and shit. I'm the biggest pussy there is. <laughs> and that's just facts, you know? Fuck. I guess the older you get, the more you start to realize shit and the more, you know, you start to actually think and and then just a whole bunch of scenarios play out in your head when you're in these type of situations now. And, you know, it fucking sucks, you know. And some of you guys and gals might be just one of the toughest people on earth and really don't think like that. I guess, again, I guess I'm just a little pussy boy. But anyways, that's just a little fun tip of me for the day is just... You know, I get paranoid and, you know, there's a lot of shit that I think about now that I didn't think about when I was a youngster. Uh, sipping on this juice. But now, going on, I now, it occurred to me that, you know, the question that you always get asked, what would you do if you had all the money in the world or if you were a millionaire? You know, that's the question that gets popped up. Oh, there goes the dogs again. See, shit like that's what paranoid gets me paranoid. Shit like that when a dog's barking. I got 10 of them. When they all go crazy, it gets me scared. I get scared. So you got to watch out in this crazy-ass world. But anyways, back to the question of uh, what would you do if you had all the money in the world, right? And, I, and I, at first, you know, I thought I'd just disappear, you know. If I had all the money in the world, I'd disappear off the face of the earth, go live off the grid, go live in peace, go, you know, have my own little house, 
surrounded by nothing but trees, maybe some animals, fuck ton of dogs, dogs are the best thing on planet earth, you know, they're the most loyal persons on, well, yeah, they're practically a person, they're practically part of your family, that's the way I I view dogs is, you know, and I just live out the rest of my days like that, you know, just disappear. But then I said, fuck that. That's kind of, you know, what a lot of people would do is just disappear. And I'd say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to spend all that money in what best way. And I think I got the most unique way of spending this money. The most unique way I want to do is I'm going I'm to I'm have a blast with my dog. You see, I'm going to buy him some iced out. T-bone steak chain. We're gonna go to the most expensive, <laughs> most expensive uh, places to eat on planet Earth. We're gonna spend about ten grand on a on a, on a meal. We're gonna order the best steak. We're gonna sit apart from each other. Have my dog, have my boy eat his steak while I eat mine. We're gonna go to the. We're gonna go to Vegas. You know, have a couple of exotic dancers and just have a fun time making it rain. We're going to go on a plane and fly over to Paris, see what the fuck's going on over there. You know what I mean? Going to get effed up on Gatorade, some fucking Doritos. We're going to get a whole bunch of shit together. That'd be me. I'd ice out my dog. I'd have a good time with my dog. I'd I'd just have a blast with my dog if I had all the money in the world, honestly. Because, again, I said dogs are like the best, you know, the best friends that you could ever ask for. I mean, think of one other person or animal that runs around, jumps up for joy just because you made it home every single day. Like they know the routine and yet they still are just so happy, so joyous to see you every freaking day. Like I don't think there's none, you know? None like like dogs. So for me, I think dog. I mean, there's cats too. I like cats. Cats are pretty damn cool. They're pretty damn chill. They make you feel welcome. They can make you feel warm, you know. But I mean, I have ten dogs, so having a cat really wouldn't do so well right now. I'm ha- I got too many damn dogs. I got about four healers, but no more than that. About five or six healers. A couple of mutts and chewinis. And yeah, I got all sorts of dogs out here. So the reason I got so many dogs is in case somebody does decide to do something stupid where I live. They're going to get fucked up by 10 dogs. So, you know, and they, they, that's, that's on there, not me. But anyway, that's what I'd do if I'd have all the money in the world. I'd just spend it on me and my dog, you know. Of course, on my, on my fiancé and my family, but... They don't jump up and down every day like my dog does, so he gets a little treatment. He gets a little special treatment just because, you know, he makes me feel welcomed every day, and he's excited to see me. But I don't know, you know, what would you think? Do y'all think I'm crazy because I'd want to spend a lot of money on my dog? Get him a nice stout T-bone steak chain. Get him all Gucci'd up. I buy him a nice collar, you know, apart from the chain. We go out to Vegas, we go out to eat, we go get a Lamborghini, I buy him a nice weenie, 
And then we go out to go out to eat again at some Italian place, get some linguine, eat some fettuccine. Mm. I'm magical. I, all the money in the world, I'd be magical like a genie. You see how I'm rhyming there? It goes so well. <laughs> but nah, let me tell you another thing about my dog, though. One thing that, man, I never, I never realized. Dogs can, their farts can fucking smell like ass, bro. It can smell terrible. Jesus, I remember I was chilling. On bed, you know, getting ready to, you know, call it a night, go to sleep. My boy Tito, that's that's my dog's name. He got some mean ass farts. I'm telling you, oh my god, it takes years off my life. If I die soon, it's because of that motherfucker right there and his farts. So you know, he farted right in my face. You know, he likes to sleep in odd positions. You know, he just does whatever he wants. So I decided to get payback one day because I got tired of him farting all over me and. You know, killing me with this stench. I mean, he's my boy. I love him, but I had to get him back. So I trapped him underneath the covers, right? Like so. He was already chilling down there. I started to fart right back so he can see what it's like to smell the stench of death. And he didn't like it. And I guess that's the example of why. He didn't. I guess that that just set the record straight for both of us to not fart within each other because we know our farts are deadly. Now they'll they can erase memories. Our farts can take years off your life. They could be damaging, so damaging. I'm completely bullshitting at this point. <laughs> but no, he does fart. Dogs got some of the most nastiest farts ever, hands down, man. And they're silent as fuck. I call them the silent killers, you know, because them farts, you don't hear that shit. But boy, you can sure as hell smell that shit, man. God, it fucking gives you an instant headache. Instant. Oh, let me get a sip of this juice. But lately... Um, another, t another, another talk, but lately, you know, um, I've been, I've been, I, I remember I had this issue when I was young, when I was, well, I mean, I'm still young, so, but, you know, younger, when I was a teenager, as you can say, you know, from the ages of 11 to 12, all the way to, you know, 17, 18, et cetera, et cetera. I kind of had little man syndrome, you know, I wanted to be tough, I wanted to be, you know, a strong, tough guy, you know, because I thought that's the only way that I could handle the real world, you know, life, that's like the ultimate battle we all go through, you know, in this, in this whole universe is life, that's like, it could be the best thing, or it could be your biggest enemy, life, because it throws all kinds of shit at you, you know, like, you think, for one, one day you could be living so beautiful, things could go perfect, you couldn't ask for much more, and then the next day, or even a couple minutes or so go by, and it could change just like that for you, it could all go crashing down, it's crazy how life goes. But anyways, you know, 
I never knew that they would be different types of being tough. And, you know, growing up, the essential for, especially for you, I'm trying to speak on this point for, you know, people out there that think they're weak or that they're not, that you, you feel like you ain't shit. Let me tell you something. So, oh, I got an email. <laughs> Anyways, I used to always want to be the buff, tough guy, like I said. I always wanted to be strong. I always wanted to be intimidating. I always wanted to be looked at as a, as a tough guy. And, you know, mainly, I guess it was little man syndrome. I mean, I'm average height. I'm like 5'8", five, 5'9", five, you know. So, you know, I, I'm I'm actually one of the taller people in my family. You know, but I still wanted to be strong. I wanted to be buff. I wanted to be muscular. I wanted to act tough. And again, that's the only way I thought I could beat the outside world. Come to find out being muscular, being strong, being tough, being, you know, I guess street tough. You know, you can fight anybody and all that. It's just one form of being tough. If you wake and let me tell you this will this will seal the deal. If you wake up every single morning, whatever it be, 5 a.m., 3 a.m., 2 a.m., and you work the same damn job for every day for years, you're already a tough-minded person. I'm telling you right now. I know, you know, cuz I felt this way. I know that you felt weak. You felt like you ain't you don't matter in this world, believe me. I give you respects because I didn't know that, you know. It took me a long time to realize that there are different forms of tough. The great Rocky Balboa even said it is also another form of toughness is taking in taking shit in from life. When life hits you with shit and you keep moving forward and not letting it, you know, define who you are. You won't let it define you being a loser. You survive, you know, and that's a, that's a form of toughness that you know that that I never thought because believe it or not, those guys that oh I'll fuck you up or I'll fight you, I'm a tough guy. They can't handle that type of shit in life. There's some of them that they crumble through the shit that that y'all go through. The weaklings go through when it comes to you know strength, physic physicality. And it's crazy. I didn't see it, but like I remember, I'm, I was working. Comes in this big dude, big old dude, six foot four, six foot three, two hundred plus pounds. Right. I'm standing there. I'm a skinny dude, right? I mean, I, I got I got decent shape, you know. But you know, I've been blessed mainly from genetics. I'm not gonna lie, you know. I'm I used to take exercising and all that seriously when I was in high school and all that because of that mentality that I had I wanted to be a strong muscular guy I wanted to be tough so I would take lifting weights seriously at that time a lot of calisthenics a lot of you know running I did a lot of boxing type exercises which are the best you know fighting boxing and all that a lot of cardio involved hitting the bag running uh, sparring somebody like that's that you're working out every single muscle when you're sparring from your legs to your shoulders to your waist. I think combat sports 
is the best sports to get. And I'm not talking going in there, you know, like professionally. I'm just saying in general, you go out, you wear the proper headgear and all that, you know, be as safe as possible. That is the best workout. You're working your legs, your calves, your arms, your chest, your shoulders, you know. All those elements, you know, all evolve into one. But anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm getting lost off track, right? So this guy, you know, who was a beast, couldn't do what I could do, which is work every single day, dedicate him, stay, you know, stay, you know, dedicated to work and come in at 5 a.m., 3 a.m., waking up at 2 a.m., you know, 4 a.m., all different variety of, of times to go in to work. He couldn't compare. He couldn't compete with me. And that's when I started to, like, trigger me that, you know, life really is a bitch, you know, because this guy has what I want, being strong, being tough looking menacing yet he can't compete he can't even survive my world which is waking up on time going to work work for work for a living do what i do he lacks that you know he's not tough in that sense and you know it, it feels great you know it feels great that they 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 could beat me up he could you know destroy me fighting wise but when it comes to mentality and the brain, I have them conquered. And believe me, that's what a lot of you guys out there that are in my shoes have over these individuals that they could beat you up at any time or push you around. But you know what? Mentally and all that, having the will to go on, they lack. Some of them lack that, you know. And it's vice versa. Some are could be again strong and all that, and be dedicated to work. But same, but you know, it's just there's just that's not the point that I'm finding. The point that I'm finding is is you know just because you don't look menacing, just because you don't look buff and strong and muscular, that's not the only form of strength there is in this world. You there's other there's numerous types of strength. Numerous forms of being tough, you know, I could, I could list so many, you know, that, that we could all be one, one up on each other. And it's intriguing how that works. It's crazy. So just always remember that, you know, yeah, people at school, the, the jocks and all that, or, you know, they might can shove you in a locker. They could bully you. They could, you know, beat you up or pick on you and make fun of you on jokes. But believe me, if you're taking that in and still moving forward every day, you're just as tough, if not tougher than them. Because if they were in your shoes, I can almost guarantee you they wouldn't last the shit that you could go through. And same thing with, you know, being a muscular tough guy, you know. It goes on you because everybody also looks at you. It's all the same, you know, or, you know, it's all everybody can one up each other in that sort because everybody thinks that you're a tough guy. You're a strong guy. All you care about is lifting weights and, oh, you're nothing else more than that. And you can prove them that you're more to that than just lifting weights. 
the beauty of it, the reason why, the motivation to stick to doing that. Like I said, it's it's funny how the world, it's all vice versa. It can all go contrary to one another. You know, everybody's different. But just for me, in my case, you know, I, I realized that I have, you know, I'm pretty blessed with different types of, th- these different types of strength and toughness. And it's intriguing to me. Anyways, you know, I'm 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 gonna think we're gonna wrap up today's episode. Thank y'all so much for tuning in and taking the time out of your day to listen in on this. I hope you have a wonderful week. Tomorrow's gonna be Monday. I hope y'all have a wonderful you know, I hope y'all had a wonderful weekend. And let's get started with this the week to come, you know. It's time to grind, man. The weekend's over. The two days, three days of free of free time we have from from those who work for a living have ended. And it's time to it's time to grind, man. I'm right there with you. We're gonna survive through this together. We gonna we gonna one day we're gonna rise up and we're gonna live great. Take care. Be extraordinary. Don't settle for ordinary. Take it easy.